I'm Stacy. I'm Jenny. And this is Learning for Life, a homeschool podcast. We are two homeschoolers who use different methods, curriculum, and strategies to make it all work. Our goal is to help parents teach kids how to develop a lifelong love of learning. Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Learning for Life podcast. Thank you for finding us here. Uh, we actually, Stacy and I, started as a YouTube channel and website called Kids Learning for Life, and we have decided that podcasts are great, and we'd like to get on that bandwagon. Welcome, everybody. Yes. We are very excited to be here. This is much easier than making videos. <laughs> so we wanted to give you some background on us and, you know, how we met, how we homeschool, all this sort of stuff, just so you have some perspective on our views and goals going forward when you're listening to this podcast because um, we're going to be covering all sorts of different topics and we're very very excited for some of the things we have planned for you so um i guess we can give some sort of background on how we met do you want to start us off Stacey? all right yes so we actually met in high school you are two years younger than me, so you were in the grade below. And I believe our first class together was a dance PE class. Yeah, we did and dance. It was fun. Yes. I'm pretty sure I have a video of one of our performances. Oh, gosh. Please um, don't ever show anyone that ever. <laughs> but yeah, so we met there. And I think you were also a part of Greece as well when it Yeah, performed. the school musical. Yeah. So we yeah. kind of, we kind of like our friendship groups kind of fused together. And so Stacy kind of joined like this theater group that I was in, like the theater clique. And so we all started mm -hmm. like hanging out and my now husband went to high school with us. And I guess I wasn't there for this, but there was some game night that I just happened to not go to <laughs> that my husband hosted. And he we invited you. Did you really? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, that tells me everything I need to know. So um, <laughs> my husband hosted it and he had his brother, his identical twin brother there. And Stacy attended and Stacy met my now husband's twin brother. And obviously I knew my now husband. <laughs> so um, <laughs> we married identical twins. I know that sounds really weird to people. No, I mean, it's it's fun because... I love how our story kind of turned into like my husband and my like meeting story, um, yeah. our little origins. But yeah, no, basically we, you, I think you and your husband were dating and then shortly mm -hmm. after that we were dating. So we kind of started dating our husbands or boyfriends at the time at the same time. And yeah, we there, just grown up together. <laughs> yeah. Everything else is history. Yeah. So that's kind of how we met. Uh, we went to public school. If you're curious, that's part of our educational background, but we'll get to more of that later. All right. So now I think it's time that, Jenny, I could ask you a couple questions just so our audience can get to know you a little bit better um, about your like educational background and why you chose homeschooling and whatnot. So if you're ready, I'll start asking you a couple questions. Sounds great to me, as long as I can grill you afterwards. <laughs> All right. Sounds good. <laughs> So my first question is, what was your experience in school as a kid? Oh my gosh, so much, so much experience there. I went to public school all my life, and I was actually one of these like very precocious kids, I feel like, that already knew how to read before they even started school. And so because of that, and I was just good at kind of playing the game of public school, 
that I, I was always in gate classes, which are like the advanced classes, I guess you could say. But I kind of felt like in being classified as quote unquote advanced that I was always put in a corner. Like literally once I was put in a corner because I was the only kid who knew how to read of my classmates. So I was put in a corner with these random books and didn't get to be with my friends. And if anyone knows me, they know that that's not the way to motivate me to do better. I will actively do worse just so I can be in the midst of what's going on and talking to people and getting getting to know people and being in the fold. So I was that was just really upsetting to me. And so looking back, that kind of really left an impression on me. And then, like I said, all through school, I did pretty well until I kind of gave up in high school because I'm like, this is all just a waste of time. <laughs> This sounds terrible. This makes me sound like a terrible student. But I, you know, I'm not a stupid person. So it just felt like a lot of hoops to jump through. And it wasn't fun. Like learning wasn't fun. It wasn't going to school was such a drag. So yeah, that's kind of how I experienced public school. And then I went on to college right after I started out at a community college. Um, I eventually was able to transfer to a university and was accepted to the university. And I honestly just, I was, I was going to be majoring in English. And then I thought to myself very seriously, I thought, Jenny, what in the world are you going to do with an English degree? And then I thought to myself, hmm, absolutely nothing. So I just scrapped the whole idea. I decided to start working full time. Um, you know, my husband and I got married around that time. And then we started having kids a few years later. And I wouldn't change any of that for the world. So that's kind of my educational experience in a nutshell that's awesome like I the one quote that comes to mind is nobody puts Jenny in a corner yeah um, don't do that it'll make that me makes mad me, like so sad it makes to think of you just like sitting in a corner <laughs> <laughs> right can you imagine me just sitting in a corner while my friends are having fun no no definitely not so I'm assuming that this might have had a impact on why you chose to homeschool yes Definitely. So my husband and I always kind of knew we were going to homeschool. Clearly, like the pressure of that decision didn't set in until right before my oldest daughter was going to be enrolled in a charter school, uh, a homeschool charter school, which is a whole other conversation. So why do I homeschool? We've always just really liked the idea, my husband and I, of having the freedom to teach the things we want to teach and teach them in the way we want to teach and do it on our timetable. It was never really a discussion. And that sounds really silly because I think for a lot of people, they struggle with this decision. It was That was never the problem for us. We always knew we were going to homeschool. So I think we just do it to just to have the freedom of doing what we want. And we know that we can teach our kids perfectly fine, if not better than anyone else, because we are their parents and we know them better than anyone else does. So I think that that is really essentially why we homeschool. I, I feel like they're getting their best possible education with us at home. That's really great because I know like a lot of people struggle with, am I qualified enough? Right. And I mean, you said it hit the nail on the head right there with, you know, we know our kids better than anybody else. So you're going to know that if you put your daughter in a corner and play with all the other kids, like they're probably not going to do well. Right. Um, and you're able to spend more one on one time with them and all that fun stuff. Exactly. Um, so now that you're homeschooling, how many kiddos do you have that are school age? OK, so it's funny that you're asking me this because 
you know me so well. But um, I have, <laughs> I have, so I have Our three... listeners don't. Yes, right. I, I keep remembering there's like a third person in the room that we're having a conversation with, right? So yes, I have three daughters. Uh, one is six, almost seven, and then one is five, and then she'll be six later on this year. So they're in first grade and TK, technically. I kind of just have them both doing the same stuff, though. Awesome. And what are your preferred homeschool methods? This is my favorite question, but it's also the question I dread because it's kind of a complicated answer. And I feel like the vast majority of homeschoolers don't really subscribe to just one homeschool method necessarily. It's it's really hard, you know, for families to fit into these cookie cutter molds. But I would say my favorites are Charlotte Mason and Classical. So there is so much to talk about with both of those methods that I don't want to really get into that right now, but because um, it would be like 10 episodes of just Charlotte Mason. Um, but <laughs> I just chose, I was drawn to these because they emphasized literature, the humanities, um, the arts. Also, they're just kind of, I don't know what the word is, I guess more flexible I guess is the word. I don't I don't really like going off of a really rigorous curriculum and schedule. Like that's not my style. And so what is your favorite part of homeschooling? What's my favorite part? I really like homeschooling. This is a hard question for me to answer because I I really like it. Like I think when I get upset at the end of the day, because we didn't get as much school done as I wanted, it's because I was honestly looking forward to it. And I've talked to you about this before, Stacey, but it's like, it feels like the one part of my day that's super duper structured and like, this is what we're doing and we're not going to stray from that. And that's, that's that. And um, so I don't know, I guess my favorite part, other than kind of the routine of it all, is uh, just reading aloud to the kids. My oldest daughter, actually both my daughters, are getting pretty close to being able to read actual books independently. And I'm not just talking about Bob books or like easy reading books. Like they're getting close to reading stuff. And it's like uh, we're on the edge of this really exciting time. But for now, um, I just really enjoy reading aloud to them and kind of experiencing new literature or new history books or new subjects in general together. Yeah, read-alouds are super fun and exciting, and it's fun to see, like, when the kids are excited about it. Yeah. Um, because, you know, you might think a story is cool, but then to see them asking you more questions about it is just really fun. Yeah, it's kind of like Christmas, how Christmas is just so much more fun with kids because you're experiencing it yes. through them. Exactly. So now on the flip side of that question, what is your biggest struggle when homeschooling? <sighs> <laughs> so many things no um I think my biggest struggle I don't know if this is a struggle because it, I don't really see a huge problem with it I mean I ha I struggle with finding the time to do it so we're kind of my family and I are kind of in this time of transition in our lives uh my husband and I, like, our work schedules have completely changed extremely recently. So we're both basically working full-time or more than full-time from home. So it's kind of hard to find the time to homeschool. But I'm not going to say that because I feel like that's just a given. It's not something that's specific to me. Uh, I would say for me personally, I really do not like lesson planning or planning anything for that matter. Because I feel like once I have a plan... It just won't happen or I'll just be let down. So I feel like I could probably do better planning out exactly how much I need to get done every year, but I just never do. So 
yeah, that's kind of something that I I just always try to forget about because then it stresses me out to think about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you ever need any advice, um, I did do a video on yearly planning if you ever want to check it out. (laughs) I know. I really liked that video. Sometimes Stacey and I make videos individually, like without each other's help. Like we have no idea what's happening in that video until you watch it on YouTube. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is great. Like, can I suggest this video to everyone I know and make it not seem like I'm trying to (laughs) (laughs) self-promote yes exactly but yeah so planning I I love just hearing all the different like strengths and weaknesses that Mm -hmm. everybody has in their homeschool because it it really that's if you take anything away from this podcast that's like the number one thing you need to hear is everybody's going to be different and you're even going to be different in different times of your life or different parts of your kids education right and I think that's a strength of this podcast because you and I are very very different like I think we mm-hmm. have the same ultimate goals but we are you and I are just different people and you know we get along well we've known each other forever but we have just such different strategies and we use different curriculums and methods so I, I you know as we go forward with this episode I want people to like think about that the fact that we're both doing things so differently but we just we have a common goal yeah exactly and I kind of like what we just said I don't want to ask this last question <laughs> What do you mean? Oh, like, what do you mean? It says, what's your favorite piece of advice for new homeschoolers? I feel like that that answered that question. So, Well, yeah, and I didn't really have anything. I don't really know what my favorite advice is. I guess, well, I guess I, I do want to say also, I see so many people on all these like Facebook groups and on Instagram who are like, where do I even start? What do I do? I feel like you just have to start. If you just need to like invest in a workbook or a or a cheap curriculum or something just to get started, do that and then see where it leads you. You might love it. Like the first math curriculum I ever picked up, that's still the math curriculum that all of my kids use. Same with you, Stacy. right? With the math? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. So, so I feel like you just have to dive in. I know it's scary. Like it's kind of an investment in your money and time, but you just have to do it. And then you will learn what you like and what you don't like, what works, what doesn't work. Exactly. Okay, well, Stacy, I'm ready to turn this around on you. Okay, so okay. get ready to hear these same questions right back at you. Okay. All right. So what was your experience in school as a kid? I'm dying to know because I actually don't really know the answer to, to this very well. <laughs> you don't know me at all, do you? <laughs> Apparently not. Uh, yeah, no, we didn't meet till high school. So um, yeah, no, I I was not like Jenny and I was not in the GATE program. Although my school did have a gate program, um, this is kind of <laughs> sad. I got in, <laughs> I got into the gate program in sixth grade, um, when the regular sixth grade class was like over, like full. So I like graduated into the gate program because I was like right borderline. So I didn't really have the score to be gate, but the other class was so full and the gate class had room, so they moved me. It, so I'm an honorary gate student. Um, <laughs> oh, that's so funny. So yeah, I mean, that, I mean, I was always a, you know, kind of a teacher's pet, if you will, and just did my homework like I was supposed to and did my work and tried not to get in trouble. And that that was basically my life all the way up through uh, high school. So I mean, I had fun. I had friends and I would do my schoolwork. It was kind of fun. I probably had way too much fun in fifth grade doing my state report. Um, <laughs> Which state did you do? Would, New York. 
Oh, you had a good state. I did Kentucky because I really liked horses, and the Kentucky Derby is in Kentucky. Ooh, very interesting. Yeah, I did New York. I had a um, I well, I still do have a cousin that lives in New York, so um, it was a, a fun time. I could call him, and be like, "Hey, what's this?" or you know, all these fun little questions I could ask him. Mm, public school for the win. Maybe we should send our yes. kids to public school. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> okay, so is that all you wanted to say about school? What about your further education? Oh, okay. So we want to go all the way through high school. Yes, so after please. high school, okay, after high school, I went to straight to a four-year college and started my degree to become a veterinarian. Wait, um, really? It, yes. <laughs> I am learning so much about you. I love this. I already love podcasting, okay? Yes. No, this is super fun. Um, so I was going to be a veterinarian, so I had a biology major. And um, it only took a bio and a chemistry class at the same time to tell me that I was not going to make it. This so, is so funny to me. <laughs> if someone although, like made me guess what your original major was, that's the last. I don't know why, but that's the last thing I would ever guess. That is so funny. Oh, I wanted to be a veterinarian for the longest time. Um, and it wasn't until college where I just, you know, was not the classes were not working well for me I was not passing the classes let's put it that way and you know that that was new for me because like I said in high school you know I was pretty much straight a student and all of that good stuff and so getting into college I know I know I don't get to brag very much um, <laughs> and what does it really matter in the end in you know the, the grand know. scheme of things it doesn't but yeah so I didn't do well with those classes. So I did not officially change my major, but for one semester, I took a photography class and I was going to be a photographer. What um, in the world is going on right now? Yeah. Well, I think why, well, I mean, we hung out, so I don't know how you didn't know all these things. Because <laughs> uh, we were both dating the twins at that point. So after that semester, I was like, okay, well, I, I'm not really going to like make a living out of photography just because I mean, I thought it was cool, but it wasn't like something that I was passionate about. So I turned to teaching. So from that point on, I changed my major to liberal studies to become a teacher. And um, once my husband joined the military, I ended up finding an online um, college so that I could continue my degree and finished my bachelor's in then I got my teaching credential and the program I had, it was like a credential and a master's at the same time. So you would get your credential and then you took like two or three more classes and then you technically had your master's. So I now have my master's in teaching and my teaching credential in California. Amazing. I love uh, telling people that you have your master's because that just sounds very illustrious and I don't know. Sounds very... Um... It's just a lot of hoops, Jenny. That's what it is. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just a really good hoop jumper. You are very good at that, which there's nothing wrong with that. So I guess now let's move into, I mean, you jumped through all the hoops, but now why do you homeschool? That I That is a really interesting question. So actually, I homeschool a little bit. A little bit of it was um, I did not always know I was going to homeschool, but you know, being married and having you as a friend and another one of um, our husband's cousins had was in homeschool and was planning on homeschooling. So hearing other people talking about homeschooling kind of put it on my back burner and made me aware of it. And I 
didn't really know what to think of it at first. It wasn't until I started going to get my teaching credential, I was taking some courses, and basically it was this class I was taking and it was so interesting because it was talking about what school was actually intended for and it was to create really good workers to go to like factories. Did they talk about um, that in the class? Yes. And so oh my kind of goodness. class. So the class was actually trying to show us how to be better teachers and how to think outside the box. It was really interesting. The teacher that was um, the professor that was teaching the class was part of a charter school. At that point, I was living in San Diego, but I got to go observe her school. And it was just really interesting to see how this charter school was doing something so different. All the, the kids were in school like it, it was a, a public charter school that went in person. Some of the things that they were doing was just so different and out of the box and I was like oh and it, it seemed to be working really well for the kids so that kind of opened my eyes to there might be something better than just what typical what you know the movie style school that you see um there there can be other other ways so in that class I kind of started learning about you know how one-on-one -on -one instruction is great for kids and just kind of everything there led me to start thinking well I'm a really good teacher so who I mean this sounds like I'm tooting my own horn here but like who better to teach my kids than me right um so and then I always wanted to be a stay-at-home mom anyway and if I homeschooled I would be home with my kids because I'm homeschooling them boy you um, got your wish <laughs> I did and it I'm gonna skip ahead a question that is my favorite part of homeschooling is just getting to be with them and watch every everything they do and every step that they learn mm -hmm. and getting to see that yeah I love that part too it's it's so interesting to me do you ever okay like I think every homeschooler goes through this where they kind of fantasize about oh my gosh if my kids went to public school I would have so much time on my hands and the house would be clean and I could have some time to myself and all this stuff. But I just take so much joy, and I know you do too, out of just seeing the little progress every single day. I mean, even on the bad days, there's something, there's something good that could have been, mm -hmm. could be taken, taken away from that day. So I extremely agree with you on that. Exactly. So now that we know that you homeschool and why you homeschool, I want to know what your preferred homeschool methods are. Well, from my teaching background, I still am very traditional in most aspects and a little bit of unit study. Um, that was just my favorite, some of my favorite school memories. Um, it was actually in that gate class where we did a lot of unit studies. So if we were learning about Egypt, uh, the teacher would have us learn about Egypt. We would write essays about Egypt. We would read articles about ancient Egypt. And, you know, she even had like math problems that had, you know, math worksheets that had Egyptian hieroglyphs on them and you had to decipher it or something. Um, but just being able to learn about a topic and learn about it through all of the different sub school subjects was really some of my favorite lessons. So that's kind of where I stand. It's just a kind of a traditional approach and then where applicable doing unit studies. Yeah, unit studies is really interesting, and it's something that I would definitely like to look more into. And it's kind of, I think, maybe confusing to people. I, there's certain aspects to it that might be hard to implement or just confusing, but I think it's one of the homeschool methods that seems to really work if you can do it. Yes, and I think one of the hardest parts of unit study, um, because I did actually just recently try a curriculum that was very unit study friendly, 
but it requires a lot of extra prep on your part because since you are especially in homeschooling and you have multiple grade levels that you're trying to teach to you have to like nobody can make the perfect unit study curriculum for a family because you don't know what grade students you're going to have at any given time so i mean the curriculum was great because it gave you all these resources and everything but it just it took too long for me to have to plan out with my current work schedule and everything. So I think that's the hardest part with unit studies is just trying to find the time to get all the materials you need for whatever age your students are at. Right. Well, maybe you just answered the next question. I'm not sure. But the next question that I have for you is what is your biggest struggle with homeschooling? Um, interesting. I did not. I know we talked about some of these questions beforehand and I did not come <laughs> Shh, up with an don't answer. give away the secrets of podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, no, I mean, I guess the biggest struggle is consistency. Um, I, 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 I very much thrive on routines and schedules and because of my job, so I do work from home and it's great because I can kind of mess with my schedule a little bit and I try to homeschool in the morning, but things will always come up where I have to do something in the morning so that I have to move homeschool around. And on those days, it's just you know, kids also thrive on routines. So they kind of know, oh, mom's got meetings all morning. So then it's kind of hard to, you know, wrangle them back in in the afternoon and get the homeschooling done. So it's really just keeping a routine, especially for those parents that um, have a work schedule that might vary. Yeah. And I think you and I are kind of both going through this right now uh, with our work schedules because we both actually work full time from home. That's something that we do Mm -hmm. have in common. And I have found that if I just let the kids go off and do whatever they want, because they usually make their own breakfast. If I let them go off and do whatever they want after they make breakfast, then it is a lot harder to get any sort of lessons done. So Yes. I'm trying to create some sort of routine where it's like, okay, right after breakfast, come up to me and I will give you your homeschool assignments and then you can go do that. Or, you know, or if I have to help them, that's fine. This is something that I found is I think it's really important to have some sort of routine. Some sort of routine, even if it's very basic. Yes. Okay, so what is your favorite piece of advice for new homeschoolers then? Take it one day at a time. Uh, like I said earlier, is things are going to change and your homeschool is not going to look the same um, as everybody else's or even as yesterday. So right. just keep taking it one day at a time. And, you know, you can always, I, I depending on what state you're in, you may have like portfolio requirements, but just use your assessments and portfolio requirements to kind of look back and see the growth because it's hard to see the growth from day to day. But if you take it back, you know, a month or, um, you know, a semester, then you can really kind of see, oh, wow, look, we we did meet our goals or we did learn how to read or whatever the case may be. So just doing that is my biggest advice. I love that. So I remember when my first daughter was done with kindergarten, it was kind of a tumultuous year. We, I had just had a baby like a few days before the semester started her first school year. I remember that. Right. It was, I was like, what am I supposed to do? And then we also moved right at the beginning of the school year. I mean, right after. Yeah. And then 
I don't know, you know, that first year of homeschooling for everyone is just kind of a whirlwind. So at the end of the school year, I kind of looked back and I was like, okay, what even happened this year? (laughs) And I looked at just samples of her work, her handwriting. I mean, she couldn't even write things at the beginning of the year. And then at the end, she's writing, you know, words and stuff like copy work type stuff. So I highly, highly recommend like keeping stuff on hand just to remind you where your kids were and make sure you date it like put dates on it because that's it's just cool to look back so I completely agree. yes that advice d- dating it I totally agree with that because sometimes you you think oh I'll remember we did that but then two months goes by and you can't remember when you did that right yeah and also it's like at, at this point in my kids lives I mean probably they're old enough now but to get them to even write their name at the top of a piece of paper is kind of a lot <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> embarrassingly. So I'm not going to make them write the date every time. You know, that might be a lesson for coming soon. I think that's all really interesting. I love hearing about you homeschooling particular in particular because, I mean, you came from, I mean, you have higher degrees of learning. I don't know what to call them. So it's interesting <laughs> to hear from someone who kind of went through the whole process and jumped through the hoops, as you said. So I just love hearing your perspective on homeschooling. So thank you for sharing all that. Oh, you are so welcome. <laughs> I know you'll tell me anytime. So, you know, even in yes. our spare time, I'll, I'll ask you. I'll ask you about your first few degree ideas, and then I'll still be wowed. <laughs> well, we wanted to get to a recurring segment that we hope to bring up every single time we have a podcast episode. And this is our recommendation of the week. So Stacy, would you like to give your recommendation? Oh, and just a little background on this. Um, this could be a recommendation of any sort. It can be a physical item that we love. It can be a curriculum. It can be a book. It doesn't even have to be homeschool related. So it's just something that we have been really, really enjoying recently. I do have a recommendation for this week. Um, I If you have not checked out, it's called Art for Kids Hub on YouTube, and it is an awesome channel, and it's also on like the YouTube Kids app, so they're appropriate for children. It is a father, and then he always has at least one of his children with him, and he's an artist, and he will do step-by-step walkthroughs to teach kids how to draw, and he has, I mean, at this point, he probably has hundreds of different characters you can draw. He has Marvel characters, Disney characters, SpongeBob characters, I'm sure. Um, I know the like uh, Minecraft characters. I don't know. He's yeah. got so much. I mean, he's got tacos. Like you could learn to draw a cartoon <laughs> taco or something. I know that's what I did for my so, kids because they don't watch any of those shows. So I'm like, here is an animal or like here's a shark for you to learn how to draw. So <laughs> anyone could yeah, use it. Yeah, and then he has a younger one. So he even has some that are like, good for like under five um so I thought that was really interesting and cool because it's like basic he's like we're gonna draw a circle and I mean he's drawing it and then you can see like the little four-year-old is just you know drawing like you know she she's not really following along at a certain point but I just love hearing him like wow look at your circle or whatever and just like even though she is doing the assignment, but she's so much she's so much younger. Like you have to remember these things, and so it was just really cool to see him interact with her and encourage her, even though like she you know couldn't do it exactly, and right. she she was just having fun doing the art, and that's kind of the the whole point. And it's really I like that he brings the kids on because it allows like my children to see you know here's what the artist mm-hmm. did. But, you know, he's practiced for years and years and years. And but like, look what the kid did. And yeah, even theirs might be better than yours or yours might be better than the kids. But whatever the case may be, like everybody's at a different state in their artistic ability. And so it's just about having fun. 
Yeah, I love that the kids are in it. And I think for kids, like you were saying, it makes it so much more interesting for kids to watch. Because if it were just some artist guy, there would be no context. Like, okay, what is this actually going to look like when I do this? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So yeah, I completely agree. And that whole YouTube channel really got us through a couple months of the early COVID lockdowns. (laughs) Because, and my kids were also taking a virtual art class at the time. So it was kind of just one of these things that they were just very drawn to at the time. And uh, yeah, it was, it was very helpful. And how about you, Jenny? Do you have any recommendations for us this week? I have so many, and Stacy <laughs> Only, only one. <laughs> well, I'm technically going to recommend two. I always have a good recommendation. If you ever need a recommendation for anything, I can give you one. Trust me. So um, <laughs> I want to recommend... <laughs> I know that I probably shouldn't do this because you might like their podcast more than ours. Um, actually, that's not possible. But um, <laughs> I, really, <laughs> I really like... I, I, sorry, I don't like it. I love... The Literary Life Podcast. So it's hosted by two moms. or Well, yeah, they're moms. But their kids are grown up. And they had homeschooled their kids. And they are both just super well-read. And they talk about different books. One of them is actually a literature teacher. So she has just so much insight. I mean, it's amazing how deep they dive into these books. So, um, you know, they do different episodes about different genres of books. Or they just do deep dives on certain chapters of certain books. So it's really interesting if you're at all looking for things to read, looking to have some sort of discussion, even if you're just listening to a podcast. uh, I highly recommend Literary Life Podcast. Right now, I'm reading Far From the Matting Crowd by Thomas Hardy. It's not actually one of the books that they're breaking down. Right now, they're doing a Victorian novel called Silas Marner. And Far From the Matting Crowd is a very similar book. I think it's a lot better. It's just also a lot longer. So we'll see if I ever finish it. It's it's my Victorian novel that I'm doing for the Literary Life Reading Challenge. So that's a whole other thing. But just check out the podcast if you're interested in books at all, because I think you'll really, really like it. Uh, well, I think that's it for us today. Um, that's a lot about us. I hope you have a better understanding of our background and... Just why we do things, how we do things, all that kind of fun stuff. Right, Stacy? Yeah. I just wanted to remind you that we have our YouTube channel. It's called Kids Learning for Life. So go ahead and check that out. We make videos every week, if not multiple times a week, just with different homeschool advice, reviews, tips, all sorts of stuff. So it's really, really helpful, especially if you're just getting started with homeschooling or you want some new inspiration. We are also on Instagram at Kids Learning for Life. That's all one word. And then we have a really super duper special Facebook group that is a lot of fun. So that's the... Stacy. remind me of the full name of it again. <laughs> I should probably know it's this. It's the Kids Learning for Life Homeschool Group. Kids Learning for Life Homeschool Group. Yeah, so find us on there. You just answer the little questions and then we will definitely approve you. And, you know, there are some good discussions that go on there. So I highly recommend checking that out. Uh, also, please, please, please subscribe to our new podcast. We'd really love the support. We're brand new to this, so show us the love. And you can also rate our podcast and write a little review. We'd love to read those too. And we might even read some on the podcast if they're nice enough. No, I'm just kidding. But, you know, <laughs> it, it really does mean a lot. We'll we'll be reading all of those and checking that out. So that, that does mean a lot to us because we're brand new to this. And we just love connecting with all you guys. So that's something to keep in mind. Well, do you have any closing thoughts or statements, Stacy? 
official statements? No. I think that about does it. You covered all of our little social platforms where yeah. people can find us. We would, I mean, we, we love chatting with everybody. Um, you know, if you have questions about how to homeschool or more questions about how we homeschool, we are more than happy to answer those. Right. Exactly. Ditto what you said. Well, I guess that's it for today. So we will see you next time. See you next time.